Welcome to Thurco's Podcast. Joe? Copa? We're doing this. If we don't fuck up, just the two of us, me and Joe. And what it do? <laughs> What's going on, <laughs> ladies and and gentlemen?s uh, it is just Joe and I today, and uh, I want to do. I want to go ahead and get this out there. Um, I love you, Ben Jones, and sorry uh, for the pushbacks, dude. We're gonna get you in here. My month's been fucking wrecked. Yeah, it's been definitely like, busy. Not, I mean, not in a really bad way. It's just like uh, it's just been incredibly busy working in the plants, turnarounds and shit like that. And then every every fucking day that I have off, there's uh, something going on that I, I've been needing to do or had planned. Like this month, I don't know how this month got so fucking busy for me. But uh, we're gonna have oh oh Jonesy on, up on this bitch here soon for part two. Definitely. Just for just to throw that out there. And uh, something I was like fucking always been thinking about, dude. Like on a different, different subject, different note. There's one thing that I really just hate. Like I hate the sun. And smoke yeah. it, like smoke in the eye. Like whenever you're like smoking a cigarette or like you, you know you're delivering some fucking goodness to your lungs from some other type of fucking plant. Yeah. And the smoke just fucking hits you right in the goddamn eye. Oh yeah, that's the worst. It is. It is like one of the most like horrific feelings on this earth, and it just happened to me, and I, I'm awake now. You know. Oh, it woke you up. Oh, the show, uh, huh? oh yeah, dude. I'm fucking. I'm so awake right now, dude. I'm fucking physically fatigued from the sun because been up in that bitch all fucking day, week long. It is happy hump day, everybody. Yeah, it's it's definitely got hot really fast. This I know year. it's hot for you, motherfuckers over there in that plant. It's hot right now in the shed. Fuck yeah, we are. Just shout out to baking us in the shed today. Mm. But we're doing it for you, you all. The, yeah, the listeners all of our listeners. There. And hey, we got some we got some news today. We got some, a couple things lined up. It's been a while since it's just been me and Joe. I've been trying to get him like, hey man, we let's let's do this, and we're finally doing this. So let's just, let's see if we still got it. Because, like, we know what to do whenever there's an extra person here. But it's been a minute since it was just, just us two, you know, Third Coast originals. And thugging it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it is fucking hot. Yeah. Dude, I got sunburn on my new tattoo. And that feels fantastic. Yeah, it's turning out good. Uh, it, is, it is, man. A uh, big shout out to Aaron Dodds uh, at Pineville. This will be his last week. He's actually leaving... I think uh, Friday, right? Yes. He's going to start doing his big move to Florida. Uh, buddy, bro, love you, dude. You're one of my best friends on earth. Uh, super proud of you guys. And a uh, big shout out to uh, Miss Kaylee for uh, she's expecting again. And so is Sister Kayla. Um, yeah. Oh, it's shit. Oh, God. In other news. Oh, there we go. Pregnancy is 
real live in effect. So oh, tis, 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 a se- tis a season to receive uh, dick, apparently. Uh, uh, a, li- <laughs> a lifelong. Uh, speaking of kids. Uh, Hell yeah. Oh, went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Went to uh, honors night, and all three of the kids uh, got honors. Well, it's well, it was honors like, like honors day. day. I was about to say. It's hey, like, honors night. They don't no do more. honors night anymore, really, right? Yeah, I guess it's just all during the day. But, uh, yeah, Charles, Nicholas, and Alyssa, they uh, – they did good this year, and I'm super proud. And it's a, uh, it's great because last year they were on like the bottom tier, you know, struggling. And we started going to the library during the summer, getting books, making sure they do all their homework. Right. You know, doing, just putting forth that little bit of extra effort, and it showed a lot. And the kids did real well this year, and super proud. And hopefully they'd be smarter than me and don't have to go uh, slave away. <laughs> I think it's just inevitable. Even even if you did get a degree, you're still gonna fucking find a job where that degree, you know, you get that good job to where, oh yeah, I'm making decent money, but fuck, you're still gonna struggle. Yeah, working working for a living is uh, one of the hardest things in the world. You you could be like that. Uh, what's the girl's name from uh, Catch Me Outside? She's got she's like a uh, famous rapper now or some shit. Danielle Brigoli, also known as Bad Baby. Yeah, and you know she makes millions and millions of dollars on OnlyFans now. Yeah, but she doesn't even show nudes. That's crazy. Yeah, she's a fucking. Uh, uh, let's, let's let's see how re- uh, like the redditors feel of a bitch of a cock tease. That's what that's just what motherfuckers <laughs> like. You know, everybody knows Reddit's ruthless, so Yeah. Yeah, man. Like I I've tried to I've tried to seek it out and nah man, it's just a waste of fucking time. She's she and like right right when she had first made it, apparently she had just made like a million dollars in like the first fucking week. And it it takes us perverts. A, take us a lifetime to make that. Bunch you know of saying? perverts. I mean like, dude, don't get me wrong. If I could get away with it, because like everyone knows, like the, the it's a women's it's a women's world in that market. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Because of us primal beings, we call you know males. I go to work, I make this money, oh. and I give it to you. And why me and millions of other people can look at you? Yeah. And, and here's my money for no reason. I feel like we're taking advantage of you know. Yeah. You think are we so? that? Are we that simple that we? Well, of course. Well, yeah. The collective. If you put, I guess. The men that are in that market to get them pictures collectively, we are stupid. Well, I so. think I think I don't think it's stupidity. I think that it is just purely academic. You know, if we want to see a set of breasts, we're just wondering, we're learning what that you know set of breasts looks like. You know, like whom I want to know, and to know is to gain. You know, gain that like, that that you know idea. I'm like, oh, so it's purely academic, man. To to uh, seek out. Uh, a set of breasts. However, don't be that guy through the DMs. And be like, hey, let me see them titties. You know, <laughs> don't uh, be a creep. I don't. I don't condone that. Though I've been, you know, I've I've done that <laughs> uh, countless times. Uh, you know, but you know, no one likes that guy. You know, and especially don't send pictures of yourself unless it's asked. You know, yeah, so. don't no uh, unsolicited dick pics to nobody. Now, ladies, cool, ladies, however, um, feel free to send a guy you're interested in. You know your thetons, or you know because <laughs> you're it, trying to help somebody out there. Yeah, the yeah, man. Because like you know, it's it's it should happen to 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 men because we're 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 just you know these lowly beings and uh, you know like sim, sim, simple ideas. Simple, 
simple. That, that's the word, simple. That's like, like exactly the small things it. matter. And like, oh, a tip pick you didn't ask for? That's like fucking Christmas, bro. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. <laughs> and then like instantly like the dog inside of you comes out. <laughs> so shout out to those ladies who uh, show them ladies and are proud of it. Oh. And shout out to those guys who are reserved. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Keep it up. I was telling uh, when Aaron was finishing up Master Chief. Fucking uh, what was that? That was uh Monday. Actually. Yeah, your tattoo looks fucking fantastic, by the way. Yeah, I got a little sun on it too. That's the worst. Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, my shit's fucking peeling like a motherfucker right now, dude. Well, if y'all can't see me and Cobot, uh, got half half sleeves going on now. Maybe maybe we should like uh. Take a picture this evening of our tattoos as like a you know uh, a tribute to Aaron leaving or something because Aaron, uh, for those who don't know, the logo you see of Joe, Terrence, and I like the black and white that was designed by Aaron. Uh, yep. We do have a picture on our Instagram of it, and also you can find it on our website, right? Yes, uh, five thousand and also Facebook. Uh, I'm not so sure about Twitter because we really don't fuck with Twitter, do we? Nah, uh, but I we ain't a Twitter. Uh, I think uh, I, no, a, a tweeter, tweeter, a tweeter, tweeter. It's like one of those small speakers that you know is utilized in a car to hear your highs. Bam! Knowledge for the <laughs> for the youth out there. It took me a while to like just say, "Oh, man, I got them tweeters." I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that is, but cool, dude. You know, uh, uh, I got uh, someone I promise I would shout out. Uh, shout out to Aquarius. It's the buddy I work with. He started listening to the podcast. Fuck yeah, dude! I hope you enjoy it, and uh, please comment, like, and subscribe. <laughs> we, uh, we, his name, uh, his nickname's D, but you know I got to call him D. by his real name on the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, right on, man. Is he from here? He's from Oberlin. Oberlin. Oh shit! One gas station and one red light. Or they? No, they only do no, got one got, red they light. They got a couple of guests. Wait, yeah, they got two gas stations, but they only got one red light in Oberlin. Yes. What's cool about Oberlin? What's your um, favorite memory of Oberlin? Mm, Oberlin, Louisiana. Actually, uh, my favorite memories of Oberlin is uh, I have some reluctant ones. Uh, however, the the River Bend, the the bar over there close to the Cowichan River, I used to go there a lot with my grandfather and and play pool before he had passed away, and uh, that was one of our spots because we would go from Oakdale, hit some back roads, go down like Elizabeth Fire Tire, yeah. And, Show up at Oberlin, have some beers there, play some pool, and then we would go down to Kinder to uh, what was that old bar called? High Rollers. No, the the other one, right? The Slims. Slims. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been in Slims. Slims. Before. Uh, Slims. I don't think is hasn't been open for uh, quite some time now. But it was like a um, honky tonk bar, a country fucking bar, dance floor, and pool tables and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, he was uh, really well known there. Um, if you had brought a good-looking lady there with you, that motherfucker was going to dance with her, and you couldn't do a goddamn and thing about it. And this was your grandfather? That was my that was my pop, Catfish, hey. Klein and Perkins, dude. That was a bad motherfucker, dude. That sounds like you. Sounds like you rubbed fucking, off a little bit on you. suave motherfucker, dude. Ladies' man. Complete fucking ladies' man until the day he fucking passed away. Fucking missed that motherfucker. I think my favorite memory of Oberlin is uh, going canoeing down the Wiscachita. That is considered Oberlin, right? Yes, I will. I, 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 I will, I will you take allow that. it? Yes, um, I think technically it's Midi. 
Uh, close enough. Um, and so from like Mitty to Grant, I guess you could say like that. But yeah, you can still say Oberlin. Uh, uh, it. You know where? Hold up. The uh, bridge and shit. Do people still go swimming down there? Is that still a thing? I mean, like, uh, there's several. Oh, uh, the Calcasieu. Is that the Calcasieu? Where you go? You don't go off the first one. You go off the second one, and you go down like the side of the the fucking bridge yeah, and yeah, go underneath yeah. I don't it. know if it has like a fucking designated fucking name. We just say like Calcasieu River Bridge in Oberlin. But yeah, you can go swim there. It's the you know. Don't bring a truck down there past the fucking columns underneath the bridge because you'll get fucking stuck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Past some good times there. Uh, me and B used to go there to get fucking drunk as shit and then dig out, like, a whole pit that was, like, we'd dig down, like, th- three or four feet from, like, the uh, the sand bank. Yeah. And then build, like, the sand hallway to where, like, when we get down there, we'd throw up a canopy, build a fire, a barbecue pit, bring our ice chest, and we'd just sit there all night fucking long drinking and we'll be at water level so we'd be sitting like i say like the floor right there is the water we have to dig down sometimes like this deep Damn. And, we, and we'd dig about like which are you shovels and shit yeah yeah shovels and buckets it'd take us uh it'd take us a couple hours but yeah we'd get it done yeah that's good our fucking times man the fond memories of oberlin there ain't really nothing to eat there uh there's Landrino's. Oh, there's the crawfish shack. Yeah, it's crawfish shack, yeah. Landry nose, and I think there's a place called Keith's. Keith's Grocery. They have some good boot in over there. Um, there is a motel there. Ooh. <laughs> if you yes. dare vi- want to stay in Oberlin, Louisiana's motel. Um, a reluctant memory I have there is like that's our first place I went to jail. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> hey, shout out jail. <laughs> shout out what, APO? Uh <laughs> It was uh cuz they don't they don't use the uh, the jail underneath the, the courthouse anymore, do they? Uh-uh. Yeah, all right. So I was there in like some of the the last years of it. Oh, and, you uh, were in actually, the actually prehistoric my, time. Yeah, my time there wasn't actually so bad because of I knew so many people there already. <laughs> uh the trustee was a buddy of mine that I worked with at Pizza Hut. And uh, I'd just get the hookup with fucking chow and shit. And yeah. uh, those uh, illegal ass pre-rolled cigarettes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that are like, uh, you see that uh, that pilot pen ink thing? Yeah. Yeah, that uh, one of those regular cigarette size would be about $3. You talking about like a bugler roll? Yeah. Ooh, for that's $3. that fucking dollars. $3, dude. $3 for yep. a pre-rolled a bugler on top yeah. of that. No filter either. I call mom. I wasn't asking her to come get me out. <laughs> oh, how? Yeah. No, I'd be I, like, oh, please save me. No, no, no. I knew she wasn't going to bail me out. I was like, well, hey, send me some money to put on my fucking tab. <laughs> I need money, and then I need money get, on my books. Uh, yeah, yeah. And and I'll get you back. Well, she did. But uh, I don't know for those who don't know, but shit in jail is expensive as fuck. Yeah, that's the true hustle right there. Yeah. They made us go to church, like outside church in the yard for like fucking Sundays and Wednesdays and shit. Was it fun? No. It was hot. And some guy was just... You better go catch... Yeah, you better go get mandatory Jesus at church. Uh, I cool. mean at uh, prison. Well, not prison, uh, jail. I think I got God on, on, from the juice, if you know what I'm saying. I digress and I apologize for all my Christian listeners out there. Uh, I any am. any more 
besides Jill, any more highlights about Oberlin? We need to let the listeners know. Hey, if y'all ever get a chance and y'all listening to us out of state and all of them glorious. Uh, good crawfish there. Like, uh, it's surrounded by crawfish fields. If you like going down dirt roads and doing nothing, that's a good place to do it. If Shit, you yeah. like some Jason Aldean stuff going on. Yep, yep, yep. Um, um, yeah, I'm uh, at a loss with Oberlin. I don't, yeah, I, don't I, mean, know I mean, you can go check out their dollar store. They got a tennis court right beside the library. Uh, they got they do got a nice library though. Give them props on that. Uh, um, we yeah. told you about that one red light. Yep, it's a good uh, red light. Damn good red light. But uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if y'all want to shout out and tell us where y'all live, we talk shit about it too. If we've been through there uh, in Louisiana, I mean, like, we're like, we're, I mean, we're we're stating the obvious facts about it. Uh, yeah, we're still shit talking. Yeah, there's not a lot there. Not really, you know anything great there you know and that yeah, I, I i don't even I have mean, no real good uh, besides going canoeing which is apparently not even in overland i don't think besides going into the you know underneath the bridge and swimming a couple of times i mean i have kid, so, i had some good friends from there but i don't think we're considered friends anymore i did go to mardi gras one time in overland and that was pretty cool they do the yeah. traditional type of mardi gras like, the, like where they chase the chicken yeah. and they, they go around and blah 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 so that that was all right, but a hot dog, man. I'm glad you got to experience that because I've never, <laughs> I've never like had the had the opportunity to be like, oh, What's for Mardi Gras, let's go to Oberlin. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully you fucking enjoyed it for the both of us. You know, hey, big shout out Oberlin. This podcast is sponsored by the Town of Oberlin. <laughs> <laughs> the parish seed yeah uh, yeah 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 dude and like you know when you get down the road then you get to kinder and then that's a whole different podcast we can get into there oh. um yeah good and bad times all around alan parish Al- hey, the dude, big alan parish we haven't done a a, a parish in a while see we, i was looking to do that earlier we but should, we should I, forgot, do that. I don't remember which ones we've done i i, 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 I kind of remember i kind of do but i i kind of don't so you know what we need to do do the podcast correctly and like, <laughs> do our fucking homework <laughs> and actually keep up with stuff we introduce into the podcast yeah we need a uh, dry erase board we do is blocking that window well, see, that's what there. i was saying we get off track by having all of our friends on all the fucking time uh, oh yeah and all we do us, is just get try- fucking smash and just talk shit and by the end of the night like dude that's such a good fucking podcast and like <laughs> listen to it and it's like god damn guys <laughs> yeah last week's wasn't that bad though i mean no 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 and uh that was a uh, cleveland right yeah, Cleve. Yeah, thank you, Cleveland, for coming through Fuck you, as Cleveland. you always do. And um, yeah, that's a, that's that's what I got. That's all I can say about Cleveland. Um, uh, last week we had taken a week off. No, no, that was the week before last. Last yeah. week we took the week off, but actually we have we've been doing something that we haven't told anybody really. Uh, we're doing a biweekly podcast playing D and D. Yeah, we uh. Uh, we're facilitating the equipment and the players in the game. Me and Kobai. Uh, uh, Joe, would you like to say your your character's name? Well, in uh, in our quest, my character's name is Joe Underhill. And uh, for all y'all Lord of the Rings fans out there, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. I think, I think you should have named it like a uh, Joe from Underhill. Yeah, kind of like you know, people from Under Cheese. Well, yeah, 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 from Underhill. I'm like, yeah, you dirty dog, you. And what what uh what's your name called? Uh Pete Moss Muscovy. 
Yep. And you're uh, uh what's your character in D? I am a rogue. I'm a, a dwarf warrior. Yeah, you look Pretty like a basic. fucking dwarf warrior. You cut your beard, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I had to, dude. Oh, dude, let me tell you about that right quick. All right, hell yeah. So, uh, I cut. I had to shave my beard because it's just too fucking hot. And then it's gonna it's, be a nasty fucking summer, dude. Uh, fucking the curls. Uh, for all the people out, uh, if there's anybody that has big bushy beards and they want to give me some advice, what do you do when it starts curling? You shave that shit. That's what I did. Yeah, you shaved that motherfucker. It was down. But, I didn't um, realize it actually, was right here, dude. Like actually, what chest. you do is uh, you take balm and oil. Yeah. And don't brush it all the time. When you get out of the shower, you know, apply your oil and then like just run your fingers through it a lot and let it. Is it's just like the same way of like using mousse for hair for like curly like people who have curly hair. It creates like, you know the natural ringlets that you have and stuff. Because I always notice that on you have the, some of the, the outer parts of your beard once it gets longer. Yeah, it's over here and it starts curling like that. Yeah, but use um, the more you moisturize your facial hair, the uh, the the straighter it will be. Well, it's not really straighter. It'll it'll like uh, uh, f- I guess flex itself or you know like create create its own natural flow and shit yeah so yeah just beard oil beard oil and balm dude so if you are like beard experts out there and want to come join the show (laughs) join the show and tell us all about beards and the perfect way to what keep it up manicure no manicure is like nails so it'd be Uh, just like facials oh that's just coming um (laughs) uh no no it's facials is just like a detox of your pores you know this ain't recording we're recording oh okay continue oh this whole time no i'm just kidding yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh fuck dude i didn't tell everybody the news i bought a car oh wrong button i did it on purpose i ain't gonna lie fuck yeah (laughs) i have my first brand new car oh I bet you, uh, Mr. Bank is loving you right oh now. Oh my God, dude! I've been bringing <laughs> lunches to work because I'm so goddamn broke. <laughs> oh yeah, man. I mean, uh, it, I've been like purposely cooking an excessive amount of food to like meal prep and shit. Yeah, which sure. you'll save a shitload of money by not going and buy lunches because, like, it's because like at the beginning of each morning, I'll easily spend like uh, around. 12 bucks and that's like two drinks and a pack of cigarettes and how's I, that breakfast so you you get two drinks and a pack of cigarettes yeah I'll, i always either get two vitamin waters or two sweet teas or two powerades and a pack of cigarettes and a pack of cigarettes and a couple and, of ice and that's breakfast breakfast oh and, uh, and i guess <laughs> you don't take like a multivitamin or oh, yeah, i take, I take, I take a, vol- a multivitamin you know but also i've been buying that grizzly long cut straight oh you're dipping uh, not every day. It's just the only, like when I work it's in the plant. It's a hard habit to kick when you get it. Homie. Yeah, but I don't. I don't really like. I only do it oh, in like the plants because, like, yeah, because if I'm like fucking like a hundred feet on top of this tower by the reactor, it's gonna take me twenty minutes. The to, reactor. Yeah, they have nuclear reactors. Not nuclear reactors, but like reactors in these plants to heat these fucking chemicals to make them into other chemicals and shit. Damn. Yeah. Oh, so it's like that. I'd probably it's, heat uh, that shit up really high, huh? Yeah, Westlake Poly Three. That's crazy. Uh, it's still like oh, some, there's there's radiation all around this motherfucker and shit too. Like there's there's elements in it that are radioactive and stuff like that. Oh, cancer in the future. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Oh, and also they can <laughs> blow up at any moment in time. So, yeah, 
So yeah, I have a I have a from fucking snuff in my fucking mouth because it, is, you know, it might be the last day. It might be the fucking last day, and I'll just get some of that sweet juice. <laughs> hey, long as you get, uh, long as you're wearing that harness, if you're four feet off the ground, you're okay. Dude, a lot of dude, you know, like that's all right. That's OSHA standards, dude. But a lot of plants will say two feet, and with what? And with OSHA law is that any any industrial plant or any anywhere to where they can, I um, see like. Uh, they can supersede OSHA by cutting the length down. So a lot of plants do that at two feet. You have to be tied off. You might you might as well just be tied off all the time. You Pretty going up two feet. I've been walking around with a goddamn harness on, <laughs> just like oh, fuck it, you know. But anyway, yeah, I bought I bought a car. I, I was, was uh, going to ask you about your harnesses, but we'll get back in cars. Oh, dude, I, is it tied in the crotch? Uh, uh yes. So do you have like arm arm, and you have like a, a strap that comes underneath on the right and the left, and you buckle it. Now you put your you put your arms through like this, it clasps at the chest. Yeah, and you got your two straps that go right here. Yeah, that's that, that fasten in uh, like a uh, belt. on your thigh. Yeah, yeah, and then you have your your tie off on your back. Yeah, your nine thousand pound uh, tie off at six foot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It makes no sense. Yeah, because like what, what fucks me up, dude, is like whenever it's just four feet and you're like on a scaffold, that fucking tethered that's tied to your fucking harness, it's not going to stop you from falling. You're going to hit the fucking ground still. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what's the fucking point? Are you either going to fall and maybe like tuck and roll or like brace yourself for impact or like, oh, this is really going to hurt because like I'm going to swing into some scaffolding or a fucking beam or some purling, you know what I'm saying? Yep, yep, yep. And, the, and then you're still going to fucking fall, too. Yeah, they the got it all figured out. Um, uh, OSHA was created by this guy named Johnny. Johnny's a real big piece of shit, and he don't care about his surroundings or his work ethic. And so, uh, fuck you, Johnny. That is not a true story. I just call, you know, Johnny's the guy who fucked up, and that's why we ha- OSHA I think a lot of that, too, is like a a lot of companies lean on OSHA, too, and do all this different type of safety shit when it comes to, like, legal battles and shit. It's like, you know what? They can just wear a harness every time they step up a ladder, you know? So they can't be like, oh, I slipped, fell, and sue the company or whatever. And we're having to wear uh, FR shit, like long sleeves, Uh, long sleeves, FR pants, fucking, yeah, dude, fucking earplugs, hard hat. Uh, We have to have a pair of goggles. And uh, some some plants down there, you get to carry a respirator on your hip at all times too. Uh-huh. We have the H two S monitors, all that shit. Uh, it's and when you work twelve hour days doing that shit, going up and down, up and down. Oh, there is an elevator, but it only goes to the fifth floor because <laughs> the sixth floor apparently, if you go to it, the elevator might fall down. Uh, but there's like eight levels to it, so you can only go up to five and then walk the rest, which is you know switch back fucking twenty foot staircases. Yeah, it, it's a it's a fucking workout, dude. But I walk up a lot of stairs at work. Yeah. I, I can feel that. Like motherfuckers are at the gym, tearing up the stairmaster, and I go up at least a hundred stairs a day every it's, day. I go to work, and so like I, I I bought a can of snuff, um, and it's the same kind that my crew, like uh, my brother in law and his brother, you know, they they dip. Oh, so y'all can all share now. Yeah, because uh, I I can still count how many dips I've taken. I've taken like maybe like. In my entire life, maybe twelve. I did one 
I, no, I did two yesterday, and then like two the day before that. But do I didn't do none today because I was at the airport. So, I think I'm doing good. I just, you know, I don't crave it, and also sometimes it gives me heartburn, and so like fuck that. It's terrible. For and I teeth hate too. And, yeah, I like my teeth. I have really nice teeth, you know. And so every <laughs> was time that I, a jab, every, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> every time I take my fucking you know this lob of fucking dirtiness out, I go pick my fucking teeth because. It's just get- shit my fucking teeth. So yeah, so that I don't think the habit will, will form just because I care about my teeth so much. Yeah, uh, I picked up dipping when I was in Afghanistan because uh, there wasn't no store you could go to. So right, tobacco right. was tobacco. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And uh, I did it for about four or five months, and then I came home and I bought a can and I was dipping and I was dipping in like my bedroom and shit and i just said uh well gotta stop doing this and i went back to smoking because yeah. i was at one point i was just dipping i will it was say, just I will say dipping is like really way cheaper than smoking mm-hmm. it is but it's like dirtier it's like grosser in a way oh yeah and it, i fucked up because like remember how i was telling you all right so fifth floor we were working on like seventh and eighth floor yeah and uh and when i spit i just spit wherever i, I don't give a shit i, I don't look around well, now I do look around because I spit my buddy's hard hat because he had taken it off for a second to, you know, to let his head cool off. And I spit right in it. And he just like looked up at me and he was like, uh, he's like six, three, probably about three fifty, a fucking brick shit house, dude. Like, yeah, he could like just fucking like flex at me and I'm going through a wall. So like, oh, buddy, I'll clean it up. And I got down there. Like, no, I cleaned it up already. Just watch where the fuck you spit. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's a little knowledge about spit talk. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what kind of vehicle did you purchase? I got a uh, 2020 Jeep, fucking uh, Jeep Compass Trailhawk. It looks a lot like a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. But uh, it's fucking nice. It's like literally the nicest thing I've ever fucking owned. And we were supposed to. All right, so this is what fucked up happened. So, Chad, I called Chad like three weeks ago. I was like, hey, buddy. Uh, what do I need to get a car? Because I've been working on my credit for a while. I had some savings, you know. Where, uh, which dealerships Chad work at? Which Chad works at the uh, Walker Honda, which is right across from the place he was working, Laglue Nissan on Coliseum Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. Now, uh, I called him, and it was like his last day over at Laglue. He had got a job over there for a bigger and better inventory, you know. Yeah. Because he passed by Laglue. They don't have shit but a couple of fucking used cars. Like, dude, the, the market right now is so fucked up, bro. Yeah. It's, like, super fucked up. Anyway, I started talking to Chad. And uh, he's like, well, uh, all right, well, look, man, I'm off on a Friday. And I forgot that I had a tattoo appointment. And I'm like, well, look, man, I'll, I'll hit you up this weekend. Well, it got to Thursday. And I was like, fuck, man. I got to call Chad. Told Chad I won't make it. Or I told him I'll try to get there. I'll come through early enough because my appointment was at 11. And so I told him I'd get there whenever they open at like fucking like eight thirty or nine or something to check check out the inventory. I didn't make it because I got really drunk the night before, <laughs> and uh, went and got a tattoo hungover, which was f- I was fucking hurt. Oh, no, I mean uh, tattoos hurt anyway. Just it was just I was just really hungover. Well, he had sent me a car, uh, a Nissan Rogue that this old lady had, and only had like fucking like forty eight thousand miles on it. And it was in like, like, like an 
A minus. Like it, it, you know, it had like some scratches around the handles for bitches having fucking long ass fucking. You don't grab fucking a car handle to the door with keys or rings on to where it's gonna scratch your shit up. Like women really don't care about their fucking vehicles. I don't give a shit. Anybody can fucking challenge me on that. Women don't give a fuck about their vehicles. Um, anyway, I digress. <laughs> well, <laughs> why, why you got to attack our 1% listeners well, out there? It kind of just struck a nerve. Anyway, um, I signed the papers on that. Yeah, I really like the car. I really like the car. Cool. Signed it. Done deal. Well, we're going to pick it up Monday. They put us in a rental because we uh, traded in Allie's car. And Monday morning happened. Chad hits me up like hey man so there's a complication with the car i'm like well of course there is <laughs> my name is jacoby pace and i have bad luck and i was like all right man what's going on I'm like well um the car got sold twice that day i'm like the fuck you mean chad you sold it to me like well you were the last customer it got sold to at the end of the day i'm like oh so you fucked me chad and he's like no another guy did <laughs> like, oh, okay, Chad. Way to own up, fucker. Um, and Chad's like one of our best friends, man. We grew up with him. And so I, was, you, Chad. I fucked up my whole work day, dude. And I'm never on my phone at work. Like, I'm always, you know, working, you know. And I was like, on my phone. Like, you know, my supervisor's fine with it and shit. Just trying to get this shit done. Until Allison ruins her fucking work day. Well, then he presents me with this beautiful red car. Well, actually, he was like, how do you feel about red? I'm like, dude. Red's kind of shitty, dude. <laughs> like, red kind of sucks, dude. And I was like, just, just like, what kind of red? Bright red. I was like, well, it's a Jeep. I'm like, man, I have never owned a Jeep. I don't know shit about Jeep. I've actually talked a lot of mad shit about Jeeps because, you know, <laughs> you know, fuck. And uh, it, was, it, was, it was a really good deal. I could pass it up. It's a four-wheel drive. Fucking the only thing it doesn't have is a fucking sunroof, dude. And it's got everything else. Like, it's... It's literally the nicest thing I've ever fucking had. Well, congratulations. Thanks, Take buddy. Thanks, man. And if y'all hear that, that's Baby Cray on the mic. Baby Cray, son, <laughs> over here getting fucking wild, son. Um, Yeah, that's that's new. Uh, went down to Baton Rouge this past weekend to Jade's birthday party. Shout out and happy uh, late birthday, Jade. Um, that was the first trip we took in the car. Yeah, fucking badass. You know, I, I, every every time we stopped, I washed the windshield because you know, <laughs> fuck a love bug, and love bugs are the fucking devil. Um, and it just felt nice to just be on the highway for a change and not have to have anxiety about oh, your car man, breaking I'll down do like any any minute now, any minute. This this any is the day. <laughs> any any time I hit the road, like oh, this is it. This it is it. Can't be worse than the dragon. Oh man, that was a good time. That was a good, good that was a good time. fucking time. Uh, but uh, yeah, I did that. Saw the Iceman live. Fucking love those guys. Saw the Quadraholics, and uh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I caught like the ass end of the set of the first band. I don't know who the fuck they were, uh, but they were wearing shiny, sh- like shiny clothes. They were really shiny. You know, was like, it the Zoomist? Was that? Uh, maybe I think so. Maybe because they did a show with them here recently. Uh, well, that was that was probably it then. I'm gonna give you some. Uh, what's that? Secondhand information. Chuck. Uh. Ch- Chuck said that uh, he came by last night for a little bit. Then uh, we hung out. Shout out Chuck and the Iceman special. But he Love said you, he said he saw you 
and he had so much going on that he gave you the wave, yeah. and he never saw you again. And he's, he yeah, because I, I, I saw one of the uh, one of our uh, our fellow avoiders. I was like, "Hey, man, go tell Chuck the Kobe's here." And then I'm up there, dude. Me and Will fucking hung out for fucking ever. And uh, Jose and Christina's little sister, yeah, little fucking hottie. I don't know. I don't remember her fucking name, but I think her and Will are together and shit. Uh, big shout out, Will. Uh, and the, they were super nice. Got to hang out with Will for a good bit. But yeah, Chuck gave me the wave. Like, all right, player. <laughs> I see you, dog. I'm gonna talk some mad shit to you when I see you next time. But uh, I got some mad fucking pictures of uh, Steve, dude. The guys. Uh, Ali got drunk. As fuck. Oh wow. Dude, oh my a- god, dude. And I, and like Ali never gets drunk. She yeah, never drinks. And uh we always have the same argument, like, baby, you're being loud. Like, you're always fucking loud. <laughs> you're so loud. You wake up loud. I'm like, oh my gosh. Like, nobody can hear me. We're in a fucking bar, Jacoby. I'm like, all right. There you go. You got it. I love so, you. <laughs> that's that's all you do in that moment. Yeah. You just say I love you. Yeah, it was a good time, good successful trip. We stopped in Scott, Louisiana, went to uh, Karshner's, got some uh, some products, some boudin, and some lunch and shit. Went to a little candy store over there. Uh, it was cool. It had a bunch of fucking old candy and like the like the like the gummy pizzas, the gummy burgers, the, a bunch of gummy shit. Uh, saw like the world's biggest gummy bear. Saw like the world's biggest fucking gummy. It. No, it's in a fucking case, and it looks like it's thirty years old. I'm pretty sure that thing's a rock now. Oh, you know some weird shit. Yeah, I know this is that this is weird. weird. Shit. Okay, so I seen a thing today where there's a belief out there right now. I mean, a belief or uh, what's that? Speculism on that. You know how like we had the uh, shout out our last episode 156 uh, Forgotten Giants with Cleve. Yeah. Well, to tie in that a little bit, I seen a thing where they believe that uh, some of the rocks and uh, different like things in the world are like giant oriented. You know what I'm saying? Like they basically what they're saying is like giants were on the earth, and then like something really extreme happened, and it turned all the giants into stone. Instantaneously, I think the big thing that really happened is that they fucking took too much, and their too brain much, is uh, too much of that DMT. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking yeah, dude. Everything's alive, even that fucking rock. <laughs> yeah, and then I was just looking at it like I, I can believe in some stuff, but you know, like rocks are used to be giant creatures that, and I don't know, it's so much information. Did you see the thing where the uh, government is now testifying about UFOs and shit? Oh, they've been doing that. We talked about that. But they just re-released some shit. And, of course, I saw it on a a headline from CNN. And every goddamn article I see from CNN that pops (laughs) up on my fucking Google, it's literally like two sentences and then like a minute video. And that's it. I'm like, all right, guys, great job. Thank you for your fucking information. Anyway, I digress. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fucking fine. heat got to me, dude. I'm kind of bitchy. So no, it's fine. It's it's pretty fucking warm in here right now. Yeah, too. man, we're having to drink these beers fast. Uh, if anybody out there, uh, Kobe brought up love bugs. Uh, I got like a remedy. So if you have problems with love bugs, and of course everybody from Louisiana just don't does, drive anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you can do that, or <laughs> uh, you can take. Take a uh, bucket and Dawn soap, some water, and a dryer sheet. Mm-hmm. It, and you just use that and you just, you know, you dip dryer sheet in there and you go in a counterclockwise circle or uh, 
or clockwise, whatever way you want to go say, in circles. Why, why counterclockwise? Whatever it's way like you want to like make the, a circle with the wax toilet bowl on. water and this hemisphere flows this way, then in Australia it flows counterclockwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wax on, wax off, but you just dip no. your dryer sheet in there and you just, whatever circle of motion you like, <laughs> whether it be clockwise or counterclockwise, but you just do not do go that vertical then, or horizontal no. because it's not going to work. Yep. It's not going to work. You got to go round. It might work. I'm round, not sure. Round, round, round. But you can do that, and it'll get any bugs or anything off the front of your car instantaneously. Oh, you think I'm me. crazy? Try it. No, uh, I'm actually going to do that. Uh, well, I was going to do that tomorrow, but um, my buddy, a uh, dear friend of mine, and Dylan, shout out Dylan Scott, uh, Steve, uh, Captain Steve, he's a boat captain. He actually used to. Uh, uh, man, some of the boats during the summer for the Dahlia's Catch crew. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Well, his uh, mother just passed away on Mother's Day, and so we're taking a trip out to Austin, uh, leaving. Yeah. Put uh, rubber behind your fucking license plate, you golly. stupid piece of shit. God, it fucking sounds... Oh, man. I'm glad my... I, I have a system in my truck, and I'm so glad it doesn't sound like shit. Like my fucking car is literally rattling a fucking part. They need to uh, what's that? Dino man it? No, they need the shit beat out of them. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Anyway, we're going to Austin tomorrow after work uh, for a couple of days to uh, hang out with Steve and uh, help him with some stuff. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him and hitting the road with the old fucking old big bastard Doc Scott. So should be fun. Oh, and next weekend I'm going to Houston to see the, all those metal bands, fucking Carnifex. Uh, Suicide Silence, Lorna Shore, I think Angel Maker, Signs of the Swarm, Distant, and like some other band too. And they say like, well, Winds of Plague been doing fucking like pop up shows with them, so maybe there's like a special guest and shit. Huh. Yeah, my buddy Alex is actually getting to meet or re meet because he already met him before. The VIP pass was like. 250 bucks or some shit and so he's gonna get to meet uh like carnifex and uh suicide silence he oh. got he got to meet uh mitch the old singer from suicide silence before he uh, passed away damn yeah <clears throat> and he got his guitar signed by all the guys too oh pretty, wow yeah pretty cool yeah so yeah cool. I mean, uh, my fucking month is busy and i'm kind of ready for it to fucking be over with so i can like i guess play another shit <laughs> <So>. <laughs> next month yeah fuck yeah dude Yeah. I see that. Yeah. So, like, what is the the whole theory behind people say, like, the oh, this beer is green? Did we ever talk about this before? Like, yeah, the I green beer so. theory? I mean, like, dude, this beer has been hot and cold, hot and cold, been in the back of my truck, been in the refrigerator, taken out, put it back in my truck, fucking let it fight, and uh, it still tastes good. Well, that's good. I guess that's why there's a blue ribbon on this. Oh, you ever seen the South Park episode about the blue ribbon? I'm sure I have. Yeah, uh, where he drinks like one. Uh, I think it's like Stan's. He just becomes he, white trash. <laughs> yeah, he's like I'm, <laughs> I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, dude, I feel like I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. Uh, we probably are. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Set up a pool at the house. I got sand from my big ass pump. About to start fucking dipping in that motherfucker. 
Yeah, I set up the uh, pool for the kids out there. I mean, it's uh, to me. Why'd you I mean, move it? Huh? Why'd you move it? Just a better spot. And I like the crop circle I have now in the other part. You know, it's going to take like a fucking over a year for grass to grow back there. It's less grass I got to mow. So I moved the pool. <laughs> so I moved the pool in a different location. So now I have two less spots I got to mow on the grass. So I'm yeah, we we can just get like tarps and just minutes. put it in your backyard. We can do. We can kill that fucking grass, bro. Just some giant ass char- uh, tarps everywhere. Fuck yeah, dude. No. No, I've been mowing grass like three acres of grass and uh, it takes so long to do that yeah i hate mowing grass yeah it's one of the worst things but it, it's nice i mean it when you stand back and look when you're done it's cool but every other week it's fucking it sucks drastically uh something else i wanted to fucking bring up that kind of pisses me off every time i go to google to look at the news at say lunchtime or something i hate the fucking how news articles about atlantis are still being brought up so, like, today I was eating a fucking Subway sandwich because uh, I didn't eat my lunch because I said, fuck that. I bought a... I bought a. You had your breakfast, though, right? Yeah. Uh, two sweet teas. And a pack of cigarettes. And about three cigarettes. Yeah, I, dude, I brought a shitload of food for lunch. I didn't eat none of it. I was like, man, I'm going to get Subway. Fuck it. I don't care anymore. Okay. Put so- me in debt. <laughs> Take me to jail. <laughs> Throw away the key. But, um... I, so I scroll through Google News because it's like it remembers because I can like things and it'll show me more of you know more refer, uh, reference things about the same shit or whatever. Yeah. Well, I didn't like no shit about fucking Atlantis. But I was like, uh, under underwater uh, biologists have found the uh, golden brick road to. Atlantis. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna click on that. <laughs> so I click on it and it's just like this fucking like rock displacement of fucking thermal heat that cracks them in fucking straight lines and shit. Nothing to do with Atlantis. Yeah. It was outside of fucking Hawaii. I just like why oh, clickbait. Yeah. So fucking all you journalists out there, big pieces of shit, y'all. Um, say, hey, scientists have discovered straight cracks that looks like bricks in the water. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> no, because if... No. <laughs> no. I, I won't stand for it. It's like, oh, we discovered some fucking, some fucking rock cracks that are fucking straight as shit. They kind of resemble bricks. I'm like, cool. I'll read that. Don't put Atlantis on there. And it's not it's not even about Atlantis, you pieces of shit. I thought like, Atlantis was dead and gone anyway. So like, you know, it's forgotten. Never gonna find it. There's too much water. Anyway, I'm done bitching, dude. Anything else about hey, do you believe ex- uh Atlantis actually existed? That was a question. I mean, it's a nice idea, but it's just like, you know, like with everything else that's fucking like, you know, illusory. What's that dude's name that plays Aquaman? Jason uh, Momoa. Yeah. Mamoa. I wonder if he believes in Alaska. I mean, Alaska, Atlantis. He probably does. I think he eats mushrooms and plays a bass really well. Probably. At the same time. So, uh, if y'all don't know, go check out uh, Durko's podcast on all major streaming platforms, uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh and our website and TikTok. Go tell us what y'all think about the Sprite Challenge and stuff. 
and the other TikTok videos we do have. We're just trying to be cool and get likes and follows. So please like us and follow us because we're putting forth the effort. Uh, we got uh, something that's uh, up to pop line for uh, TikTok. Probably coming next week. Didn't have enough time to get the materials needed for uh, what I have in plan. But it's going to be, gonna be no good. hot shit, is it? No, 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 no. Because I'm kind of cool on the hot shit for it now. It might be messy, but it'd be all right. All right. But uh, you want to take five right quick? Yeah. Okay. Peace. My God. Doesn't that beer just look rough? It really does. It literally the has. The light is, it's got a, a rub line on it. That beer literally has miles on it. It's been like bouncing around in my ice chest for fucking probably three weeks now. I would walk 5,000 miles to drink that beat up Miller light. Hey, feel, feel the pressure on it. No, no, like squeeze the can. Ooh. Yeah. That thing might explode on you. <laughs> well. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> mm. <laughs> that's a great way uh, w- uh we're back we're back uh let's go ahead and discuss uh some music real quick man uh yeah uh, while, it's, while it's fucking fresh in my head okay you want to leap into this this um, wormhole yeah it's uh we, ha- we haven't done a uh i guess like a a review for someone uh really famous in a while and so uh, it was Joe's idea that we picked uh, the new Kendrick Lamar album, which is titled uh, Mr. Moral and the Big Steppers by Kendrick Lamar. And it's only like fucking 20 tracks on it or some shit. 18. 18. It's split between two discs, too. Um, first off, foremost, I think it is his most uh, uh, experimental work yet. Oh, definitely. Um, uh, everything about it is really well rounded. Uh, the every, even his features is is very is very very well done. Uh, it's just very it's a very dynamic fucking listen throughout the whole fucking deal. Oh yeah, and you can and like at the beginning, he says that you know like. I've been going through some stuff or whatever, and listening to the album, it seems like he's really gone through the fucking trials. Oh yeah, like, as of late, you know, and and it's very relative to like everything that I I know that's current and felt before, you know. So I, I'm thoroughly impressed with it. Because, like, you know, every, every rapper is, like, known for their fucking bangers. But when it comes to a fucking story, yeah, he, he's telling a story here, man. And it's fucking, it's it's real life shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and some, uh, some of the songs uh, are real intense, uh, actually. Speaking of, uh, what, hold up. Uh, we cried together on this one. Fuck is, yeah, it was real intense. Uh, I got a little thing about that. Uh, if you mind, uh, go we, ahead, bud. Uh, we cried together. Uh, which is track eight on this one of Kendrick Lamar's new album, and uh, it's probably the most controversial stopping song on Kendrick Lamar's brilliant and challenging fifth. Uh, album. I didn't know this was his fifth album, too. By the way, he's got a lot of shit. Okay, and uh, it 
horribly realized recreation of an uh, argument in an abusive relationship that finds Lamar and actress uh, Paige saying absolutely horrible things to each other. I fucking loved it. With delivering an entire, uh, she uh, delivers an entire verse while uh, crying. Yep. And uh, apparently it uh, accumulates uh, with them two having sex at the end of the, the song. The very end. Yeah. Uh, in which I've been in situations like that. But after the sex, it's just like, man, I really hate this individual. You know, I never want to see her again. But why is sex a factor after like, you know, it's like a, it's like a breakup, you know, like, fuck you. You know, like, you ain't worth shit. You're a piece of shit on both ends, you know. And then like. Why is that like that still like hidden emotion of just like arousal still there toward like at the, at the you know because it's, it's is it just like a, a a primordial thing you know I I don't know because I was listening to it I I listened to it a lot because it's like fuck dude I've fucking been there and have done you know had done the sex and then uh, sometimes I regret it and sometimes I was like fuck yeah you had sex before. A couple times. Congratulations. I think, I think I'm still trying. <laughs> I think that's why I want to do it all the time. Cause like, man, I'm not. I feel like I almost got it down. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Keep going. Uh, this song is uh, actually stirred up a little controversy because they believe it's just as bad and like uh, like graphic off-putting as Eminem's uh, song Kim. That's where a lot of people are comparing it to where and Kim, it's Eminem doing both parts where and Kendrick Lamar, he has the actress page and then him. But uh to be completely honest, uh, to that song right there is intense. It, it really it's, is it's intense, it's intense and it's real. But I've heard way worse things from metal bands and no one have says shit about their fucking lyrics. What about fucking uh Immortal Technique song Dance with the Devil. It's a whole story about this dude who wants to get initiated in the gang and uh, the, they kidnap this lady who's walking downtown at night, blindfold her, beat her, then rape her. Then he pulls the covers back and it, it, it ends up to be his mom. And then he ends up... Oh, yeah. Then yeah. he ends up jumping off the building and killing himself. That was very controversial. You know, like... But it's a freedom of speech, you know. It's a story being told. It's 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 relative to like people's lives. Now, when you hear a band talking about, you know, uh, I'm gonna fuck you with a knife, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it, that's just people being people. You know, they 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 want that shock factor or whatever to where like something like this. Excuse me. I don't find it as a shock factor. I find it comedic. I find it. You know, I say like I see their their like the realistic aspect of it, you know, and it's also it's it's just like it's an art, it's imagery. Like you're 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 sitting here picturing the story, and how many people have gone through this same fucking scenario? And probably tons, but he's the first one to put it out there for everybody here. Yeah, I don't know. I think innocent. Just, I I just think like people fucking look for something to harp on and bitch about. Oh yeah, oh, especially yeah. especially like oh, since he's a fucking icon, you know. It's like well, in one of his songs on this album, he talks about like cancel uh, cancel culture and uh, stuff along them uh, along them lines too. So 
he was prepared for the backlash even in his, when he was making this album. Uh I uh you know how long this album is? No. It's uh comprised of 18 songs which is uh separated on two discs and it's 1 hour and 13 minutes long. Hell yeah. And uh I say my biggest takeaways from the album Kendrick Lamar is very angry. Yeah. Very angry. He in did. which he which uh, which I can understand. I feel like he's really good at being angry, like portraying his anger. Yes. Yeah. And, <laughs> and then uh another big takeaway from this album that I got is people are fake and which is true as shit. Oh yeah, that's that. Um my favorite thing about the album besides just like the extreme lyricism, um, the fucking the the music, the tracks themselves, like all like like I said, I already said that. Yeah, it's very dynamic, but dude, some of the beats are fucking heavy as fuck. Like I had to turn down my bass in my truck because it was just rattling my fucking brain to death. Yeah, and I I was like, well, I knew I turned down my bass like yesterday from another song, but it it was still like fucking just like intense as shit. But also like the like I said earlier, the experimental aspect of it. There's so many so much so much more element of like surprise of of just like just different sound throughout the whole fucking series of songs. Yes. And that's my favorite part there. I guess I guess my my favorite part is literally the whole thing because it's it's a great fucking listen. It gives you some goddamn perspective, you know. Uh excuse me, I had to burp right quick. Uh I uh actually went down and when i was listening to the album i made little notes from each song which uh i liked best about it uh-huh. and uh you mind uh indulging me right quick sure okay uh so on this one of the album uh united in grief i love the pianos in it great i, I love how he used the pianos and then uh his lyrics even though I feel like the first song is like, and when he introduced it to the album, it feels like the song's all over the place. Yeah. But just the lyrics in it are bangers. Uh, number two on this one, N95. Oh, dude, that's, that's like that's like my top right now. And that's the one that has like the most views, too. Yeah, that's is that the one where he uh, is like Jesus on the water? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the all, a full of black and white, the whole uh, video. And uh, my biggest takeaway on that song was uh, when he spits the lyrics, uh, this shit's hard, and he's just talking about life in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, uh, Worldwide Steppers. Uh, that's one of the harder banger uh, fucking tracks, in my yep. opinion. This got all that bass in it. And uh, hold up, what's my... When he uh, he makes a... a he ties in a rap talking about sciatic back pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like, man, I feel that hard as shit. Uh, number four, uh, it's a slow song. It's got uh, Amanda Reefer. I guess that's uh, R-E-I-F-E-R. And uh, it's a slow song, but eh, I think it's good. Uh, Father Time. Just a great song, all in general. Uh, the Rich, uh, number seven, number uh, number six, number seven, Rich, and then Rich Spirit. Ah, they all right. You know, they're good gateway songs. And then I think the reason why them are just like 
to me personally, like mediocre songs because eight is so dynamic, which is we cry together, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. That, it's, 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 it's such intense. a drastic song. Yeah. You know? it's, it's very intense. And then uh, number uh, number nine, shout out Ghostface Killer. Mm-hmm. Yep, he's on the uh, Purple Hearts song, and uh, I just I don't know anything with Ghostface Killer on it is going to be a banger. Uh, and then we moved to disc two, and then you got uh, Count Me Out, which is another. It, it I think Count Me Out is probably my favorite song on the whole album altogether, personally. And it has a that's another one of the really big bass lines, and uh, one of the lines that stuck out that he uh, said was, "I had to learn to love myself," and then that's real thing out there because you got to it, you can't you got to love yourself first before you can give anybody else love. And I think that's like one of the major takeaways too of the album itself. Just like just like I said, going through uh like all the struggle he's i guess been going through that you know he he put out put out here to the public and like take take away from the uh like the the songs with the with the miss lady you know yeah and then uh like all all of all like the, the the references just towards his life and like the struggle itself you know you're going to go through some hardship shit you know what i'm saying like but uh, this is what i always told people you know like yeah you know it's nice to be in love, you know, but, you know, you don't have to depend on that person. The only thing you have to do is just love that person, you know, and and first off and foremost, you know, just learn to love yourself before you can love someone else. Because if you can't love yourself, you you know, you're missing you're missing the greater scheme of things. Yep. At the end of the day, it's your head on your pillow. Your thoughts are your own. Your worries are your own, regardless of the situation in life. You're not going to share everything with your significant other. Because you're still gonna have shit that you're not gonna tell someone, even your best friend to your wife or your mother, nothing like that. Because it's so it's, you're not gonna tell me so. It's on the no, it's on you <laughs> to take care of that shit, and you know that. That's why it's no one else's problem. And yeah, maybe there's some pride in there too, but you know, love yourself to fucking you know and respect yourself, dude. Yeah, and uh, some parts too. He talks about like pe- uh, people people. Uh, in his family, uh, well, I guess he was talking about because he. Uh, there's a clip or two where you hear someone uh, saying like, "Hey, you need to go get help. You you need to go see like mental health and stuff like that." And he's defiant, but eventually comes to it. So sometimes I'm not the biggest advocate in the world, but hey, sometimes seeing a counselor or something might be the thing you need to do. You know, to solve some we'll unrested issues and. Sometimes that another ear can help you solve them unrested issues that give you them problems. And maybe like uh, you know, as a as an artist, like a musician aspect of it, like this is his therapy, you know. Yeah. This is this is his creation of just like like mind cleansing, because yeah, it's nice to talk to somebody, but it's also just to talk to somebody without talking to somebody. So yeah. like whenever you re- release music and lyrics, you know, it's going to reach the masses and you're not looking for any recognition or, you know, just like, please hear me. And that's all, that's all he may need from it, you know? And I, I respect that like a fuck ton. Uh, and then uh, we moved to uh, Crown, which is number two, which again, I love the piano in it. 
I love yep. air, like there's a lot of piano, man. I should add that to number three on my takeaway. The him, uh, what's it? Uh, using uh, using's a bad word, but and filtering in is a bad word, but uh, just I guess just using the pianos in a lot of his songs, and I love utilizing that. utilizing. Yeah, utilizing. Thank you. Uh, utilizing the piano in a lot of his tracks, and I just loved it. Uh, and on that one, uh, hold up. On that one, it says uh, one of the lines that caught my ear was, "You can't please everybody." Damn right. And that's true. I mean, you could do, you can go above and beyond, and some people you just can't please. And understanding that fact that you can never please somebody is releasing too. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. Some things, some standards you might never can achieve that some people give you, you know. And being an artist, I can see where he's coming from on that, yeah. you know. People expect him to throw out the greatest thing in the world that you ever heard. And sometimes that you trial and error, you know, the expectation is so high. But uh, number three, Silent Hill. I have beef with, this is the only track I really have beef with because I do not like Kodak Black at all i do not like i don't like nothing like his rap or anything yeah like uh he's not he's not really he's my not my favorite style uh-uh. he uh he's kind of because i've had, i went back and listened to that same track a couple of times and i don't like it where i'm trying uh, okay if i'm trying to hear something you better be fucking saying it fast well he needs to fucking speak up and don't you know I, he, i'm just not his demographic you know what i'm saying i think uh i I don't know. I I just feel like like Kodak Black was like not a good insertion as a feature artist for him on this album personally, just because of the dynamic of rap style that Kodak Black has. It was a dope ass beat though. Oh yeah, yeah. The don't get. I mean beat. it. I mean it was great, but it's just I I can't get behind Kodak Black. He's not. He's not my. But anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, four and five actually have the same name. For the title, Savior, but one's the interlude, number four, which uh, I loved. He said a line that I, I like was like true as fuck to me. He said, has your uncle ever stole Christmas from you? And I, don't, I probably brought this up on ba- uh, past podcasts back in the day, but one Christmas, my uncle really did steal all of our Christmas presents that my mom got. You know what I'm saying? And stuffed them with blankets. So I felt that track like to the core. Like, yeah, you know, I've been, I, I have fucked up family that do fucked up shit. And when he said that, it was like, damn, damn, Kendrick, someone stole your Christmas too one time when you was a kid. That's fucked up. And it was his uncle, just like my uncle. It's yeah. crazy. Uh, the the one thing that stuck out to me, and uh, like the like you said, the interlude is whenever a uh, baby Keem comes in and uh, it says, uh, "You ever seen your mama strung out while you're studying division?" Yeah, that's tough. a lot of people can't relate to shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's fucking. As I say, that's like the realistic aspect of some people's fucking life. That that's like it 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 goes it it it. it it goes unnoticed until it's noticed. Just like I'm speaking of it right fucking now, you know. That's the tough. That's the tough parts about it is like how real the shit is, and it's just fucking. It's real. And then you got. Uh, 
I'm gonna just name out the last four uh songs on this too. Uh any uh any diaries, mm-hmm. uh number seven, Mr. Uh Moral, eight, Mother uh, Mother Eye Sober, and number nine, Mirror. And uh all the last tracks, uh number six is kind of controversial, but us at Third Coast don't touch that. So, mm-hmm. you know, well, in seven, eight, and nine, that's they're all. You speak all on the uh, the one thing I want to say about the Any Diaries is like um, like the the homo the homophobia aspect for yeah. for not just everyone but for black people is harder than a community to want to admit, and it sheds light on it. You know. Yeah. And that's 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 a beautiful fucking thing, and you know, in my in my fucking opinion, so. Um, I, I do want to say uh, the ender, the track Mirror itself is one of my favorites. That's what I was playing whenever we took a break a while ago. Um, it This album uh, really just caught me off guard. And it's a, I mean, you know, it, it kind of like wants you to fucking like do some self-reflection, you know, as a takeaway, like Mirror quote, you know, for that, that song is, is great, great for that. And um the 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 song before the last one, Mother I Sober, with uh, Beth Gibbons of the band Portishead, that was uh, like just like that's just fucking just Portishead. You never heard of Portishead? Uh uh-uh. It oh man, we'll, we'll we'll check that out after the podcast. But uh, it, it that right there is just like is self reflection. Like I said, like like the ender mirror, but we all need to take care of our own issues and our own dealings. And for us to like, maybe that's why we vent, you know? Yeah. Don't bottle it up. Just like, you know, let loose and like, listen to, like listen to yourself or let, you know, ask someone to listen to you. Like you said, you know, like mental health awareness is something this podcast is like built on just because of our family of friends that we surround ourselves with, you know, like we, we we try to take in not only ourselves but others others problems just just to have the the help in hand because if if someone's there alone they don't have to be alone yes you never have to be alone with anything you fucking do and to like just reach out is a blessing on both sides always accept regardless whether it's night or day, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Really, kind of getting real over here, man. Oh, yeah. Fuck, I mean, dude. Kendrick Lamar brought it up. Uh, you know, motherfucking cigarette and a beer, dude. <laughs> it's fucking stressing me out, uh, man. Hey, you know, I, I give uh, Kendrick Lamar all of his shout-outs out there, and uh, I don't know if he's listening. Maybe he is. As Terrence used to say, give him his flowers for this uh, one. I still like good, uh, good, uh, good kid, Mad City. Oh yeah, that's a yeah, classic. That, that's man, a classic. That's the, I but love this, it, dude. this right here shows like, um, you know, the the capability of an artist. You know, it, not everything has to be, you know, just a banger. You know, like, like that. But this right here, it gives you such a fucking sense of perspective of an individual's life that you can also you know, help you reflect on your own. It's like a character building, you know? I love it. I, I, I'm astonished with it, dude. This is one of my new favorite albums. 
We'll say that. Fucking A. And so, uh, if y'all haven't listened to it yet, y'all need to go check out Kendrick Lamar, uh, Mr. Moral, and the, the Big, Big Steppers. Steppers. Uh, it came out like fucking five, six days ago. Right? Yeah. Uh, on the... Uh, May 12th. The 12th. Six days ago. Six days ago, yeah. And that's been the Kendrick Lamar Review. Oh, yeah. A uh, big shout out to fucking Jeff's fucking restaurant out uh, there. Uh, you said Galveston or was it Corpus? Uh, Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi. What's it called again? Uh... Free Johns. Free Johns. Yeah, uh, y'all go check out. Uh, go check out old Jeff Lacombe out there doing his big thing out and in tell Corpus Christi. Yeah, tell, you that, tell that motherfucker that Thurco sent you too. You know. Yeah. We we're trying to get some royalties off that dude. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> like some free food. <laughs> Look, I was telling Jeff too. I was like, "Hey, man, you want to sponsor the podcast and just uh, be one of our." Uh, sponsors we plugged in he's like oh i don't have the money for that i was like look dude we just do it for you <laughs> hey, dude, we don't, yeah we don't, we don't we're, <laughs> we're trying to hire sponsors <laughs> look Without, let, let us promote you <laughs> yeah like we're, we're we're still i wouldn't really say we're on the fence about putting like ads up but we just have never done it and it's just going to take a, a substantial number for us to put the because we did the numbers a while back and once you add it up from all the content that we do have well, y'all um, don't need to listen to that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> for all the loyal, y'all don't need that thirty. That it's like thirty seconds too at the beginning. So it'd yeah. be like, so welcome. Uh, this is uh Tide. Tide is the best washing uh, detergent out on the market right now, and you can get Tide pods, Tide powder, Tide liquid, and blah 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 blah. I don't tide, think tide, I've tide. ever actually used Tide. And I then, think I've only used like Purex and Gain and then or like it, Arm and Hammer. And it'd be like, uh, Joe. Koba, we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I I think I'm out there with the listeners. Uh, fuck them. Fuck their five uh, five cents for every stream. We don't need that money. We're balling over here. Well, I'm kind of broke. I just bought a car. So it really, it's a fucking it's a fucking sweet lie. car though, dude. It's a fucking badass car. But you know, boy, you know stay hungry <laughs> so uh one of the topics when me and aaron was running the shit uh while he was finishing up the tattoo uh i told him i said hey man you better not become no florida man story for the podcast when you're moving down to florida he's like oh no man i said hey did you hear about what happened recently did you see what happened recently what so some dude in florida right oh god Look, I don't even have to pull up my phone. I remember this you remember shit. You remember this one? It's got to be good. So then. this stupid motherfucker, I don't know his name, but this dude dre- dressed up. <laughs> he's like 5'11". He dressed up as the Undertaker, right? Shit, yeah. Like a shitty Undertaker, like with the... the was he like my height? Like 5'5"? Five, five? <laughs> he's like, I think he was like 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, oh, fuck yeah. So he goes into a local bar in Florida and tries to tombstone the bartender. Walks in and announces that he's the undertaker and tries to tombstone the bartender. And of course he gets arrested for, uh, was that simple, uh, disruption of the piece, uh, simple assault, blah, 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 blah. But come on. Could you imagine like you and yum yums and <laughs> Oakdale, Louisiana, and someone dresses up as the undertaker walks in and fucking tries to 
tombstone, not choke slam or tombstone. He wants to flip them over, put their was legs. Was he sober? I, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he was fucked up, but. Uh, oh, they always are. I don't know. So what would you rather? Someone wrecking their car into <laughs> your house while listening to Mo- Molly Cyrus or getting tombstone by one of the Undertaker? Wait, did he successfully tombstone? No. <laughs> I'm going to go, tried, I'm gonna go for the unsuccessful tombstone because I'm going to beat that motherfucker to death. Dude. <laughs> 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 right, well, I say that, but I might just try to buy him a beer. I'm like, hey, man, you ain't got to do this. <laughs> you don't have to do this, man. Hey, now we're uh, dipping into what really makes podcasts work out there right now. The social, I mean, not uh, social, the serial killer phase, the the deep dives on horrific shit that everybody throws out there to be top 50. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. Um, so like there's a big thing with like, you know, I guess like women in today's time or always has been, there's a, there's a, a specific like genre of lady that loves like true crime and like serial killer shit and like cult dealings and, you know, murder, suicide, it, homicide shit or whatever. It's, it's not new. I know. Okay. Well, it's it's like a every time you you meet someone. Oh, I'm really big into like murder suicide podcasts. Oh, where uh, uh, the Amish killer Gangridge uh, was suffering from schizophrenia, end up stomping his Amish wife's head in. Well, like but- my because like I'm I'm into some of it too. Like I I, I do enjoy. There's a uh, there's uh. What is it? Uh, There's a group called Parcast on Spotify. Like I'm a really big fan of them, and they go really across the board with anything from cults to serial killers and uh, unsolved mysteries and shit like that. But uh, what is, why is there such a fascination for it? You know, why is there such a market for it? Uh, why has people been killing each other for thousands of thousands? Yeah, but why? Did, thousands but of why? Years? Why is it so interesting to people? I don't know. Uh, when you said that it's like a new rising thing, I I have to disagree. No, no, in a sense because I used to watch. Shout out, uh, Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, uh, yeah, Beth. Beth used to watch that shit, dude. Yeah, and that's the same thing because I would get pulled into it too. It's like no, she was no, going home I, at six a.m. What in I the meant morning. is now it's almost looked at to me or from my standpoint as like a as like a fashion almost. Oh yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm I'm into I'm into you know serial killer documentaries. Like, oh, you bitch, you're so edgy. Yeah, but you know I am too because I'm an edgy bitch. You know, <laughs> you know. Sometimes I wonder why we don't have no female listeners, and then Is I think to myself, it, it's I'll very think to obvious. Myself, <laughs> what do, dude, I did karaoke at Aaron's house the other night, and I did that by Louis Armstrong. I see trees of green. Did you sing it like that? Re- yeah, my fucking voice was wrecked afterwards too. I sang some Elvis. I sang uh, some Otis Redding, and uh, that was my second time ever doing karaoke, ever in my life. Uh, <laughs> shout out, Aaron. Aaron, uh, I after I got a tattoo, he told me to come over to hang out, see the back shed and shit, and you know, drink a beer. And then, you know, he's on the verge of moving. He's like, "Hey, man, you won't." You want this, you want that, you want this shelf over there. I'm like, dude, is this the secret to getting me over here? <laughs> and you're like, you're just going to hawk some shit you don't want? Did you go by his house? Yeah. Did we used to go to the house. All right, so the garage is where our, our like old studio was. Really? Fuck yeah. Me and, and Pizza Hut is right across the street, the house. The house that looks like Pizza Hut? 
<laughs> he says, everybody says that. I said, well, dude, I have to bring it up again because that motherfucking house looks like Pizza Hut. <laughs> I've never looked at that house as Pizza Hut. The, you know, just yeah, take, I know, I know take the saying. windows away. It looks like a Pizza Hut, dude. I know what you're saying. But yeah, uh, I got, I guess, more tool. I got a hand, he gave me a hand uh, sander, the one you plug up and it has the little thing on it. You just put the sand on it so you don't have to hand sand. That motherfucker ain't gave me shit. And then uh, he gave me a... Aaron, you piece of shit. You know what? I a, Like a, a paint blower? It was just some tool I didn't have. So I was just like, yeah, yeah man, cool. What? Whatever. <laughs> and then, oh, oh, his mom gave me a blender, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. A ninja blender? Yeah, those are good. Those are damn good. Oh, needs to say someone put that motherfucker to use. <laughs> they they definitely had margaritas with that motherfucker. Dude, me and Brandon have drank more liquor and beer there, and that we we should not be proud of. I don't. I see why y'all motherfuckers have big caps because you gotta walk up that driveway. That's damn it. right. You gotta go damn up right. and down that shit. I was telling him like, hey man, I see why y'all everybody's caps are big. Dude, there I, I fucking like went to go piss in that yard and have fallen. Dick out down the in the grass because of just being too fucked up. It's steep. It's fucking steep. That shit's funny. It is steep too. And I was looking at like the drainage system too because that's the first time I think, man, it rains a lot. And then I realized it's like all on like a slope going down. And uh, we're talking about uh, Pineville, by the way, guys. Pineville. Yep. Uh, Show enough. What's up in Pineville? Uh, Hooker. No, Huckleberry's in oh, there's LA, a new, right? There's a new arcade there, too. Really? Yeah, like big-ass arcade. I seen someone selling a, a authentic... It wasn't called a skee-ball machine. It was called a... Not snowball. It was called something else. But they were selling like the authentic one, like the real long one where you throw the ball on and it gives you like tickets and shit. Yeah. $750. Hell yeah. Oh, let me tell you about... But, before we do whatever, but uh, I went on Swap Shop and someone was selling a 2004 F-150 with 100, 105,000 miles or whatever. And I messaged a dude, he wanted like 1500 for it. I said, man, the body on that truck is worth like at least a thousand, you know? And uh, he's like, oh, well, this is not my this is not my vehicle, but you can email this person at blah, 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 blah who's my sister. I'm like, and that's a scam. <laughs> Uh, it might not been. You probably just missed out on a good truck. Is <laughs> she? No. If if he's selling that truck and someone, I mean, I got the cash money. I would go buy that bitch if it's fifteen hundred dollars. Joe, I don't have a Facebook, and if I want to sell something, I'm gonna go through two people: either A, my spouse, or B, my brother-in-law, because he only has Facebook for marketplace. Well, I guess I gotta check it out. See, see, you never know till you know, bro. And it's we're, still we're, sketchy. What do you have to lose? An email in like five minutes of your time. Hey, what's up with this fucking truck? Oh, well. See? Or it could be hackers, and then they get into my email. Maybe. And they can take my money out my... Oh, well, they ain't going to get much, so it won't matter. <laughs> Maybe. Well, hey, man, I got to wrap this up. Uh-oh. Is that time? Yeah. Um, be, like, you know, wear condoms. You want some words of wisdom? For yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do this. Um, going off of what we talked about with the uh, the Kendrick Lamar story, I'm just gonna say that. Um, this, it, not the, like the golden rule, how like you know, 
treat others like you want to be treated. No, be unto yourself. You're you. You know what you like. You know what you hate. You don't ever have to put up with nothing you dislike, and that's what a lot of people will just like just do, just because they're they're that's all they know, and they're scared of like you know change or the outcome or shit like that. But like doing something as simple as a change of pace may be like it may be hard to think about, but once you do it, it'll be like the most alleviating and easiest thing you've ever done. So make a decision. What is it you want to do for yourself? Damn. Mic like drop. <laughs> uh, I guess my words of wisdom is uh, if y'all got little bambinos out there and they're getting into the teenage stage, just teach them a little bit about how the world works. Give them a little bit of insight about like credit, bills, uh, and just like general work knowledge to teach kids not to take anything just because they work for a place. Because a lot of times that even when I was a teenager, I, uh, there was times where I felt like I was getting taken advantage of or whatever. But give your, I guess, because I have all these fucking kids, but always give your kids more than you have and uh, give them a little bit of knowledge worldly knowledge just i guess financial knowledge teach them about credit early i'm sorry i digress no that's fucking true uh and don't listen to your friend named chad about getting the best credit card (laughs) in the world you know there's baby steps to these things (coughs) yeah just get those uh what secure cards so you don't really fuck up your credit secure card or get a secure uh personal loan to where you pay it off. They don't give you no money up front. You pay that bill. And when you're done paying it, then bam, you have X amount of dollars in a savings account. That's all yours. You can do anything you want with it. And it looks good on you. Yep. Well, uh, Joe. Koba. I'm out this bitch, dude. Yeah. I got to wake up at fucking four, uh, 4.15. Oh, yeah. well, uh, if y'all, this is the end. <laughs> Our brothers from other mothers. I guess I'm Joe. What it do, Gators? I'm a ginger shark. (laughs) We love y'all. Yes, we do. You ain't gonna say it this time? I always say it. Tell your mama I love her. (laughs) 